up my good sis this is your girl coach naquandra from the purpose place and now we're here on the women alike podcast listen today is a groundbreaking day because this is the part one of the women alike series and this series is basically the premises on why god led me into creating this podcast and naming it women alike for us women who are like-minded in Christ. And so the first part, this first part which you're about to listen to is about us creating sacred space for one another, a soft spot for one another as we connect and as we thrive in humility and love, right? So I ain't gonna hold you up too long. Let's go ahead and get into the message and meet me back here for part two next week. place is a spot where you and God can come together and convene. It's like having your prayer closet. You can go in there, sing to God, cry, laugh, shout, whatever you need to do in the moment. You can do it in that closet and also feel safe, close, and comforted. This is a type of space that we need to make for our sisters. And, you know, it really pays to be in those types of rooms where where you can just be with women who just simply, they just get it. A space where you can be vulnerable and you find comfort in those women and not judgment. A room where you can go and you can have candid conversation. You can say candid-like candid things and find understanding in, uh, in one another and not eye rolls. It really pays to be there in those types of rooms. And I am finding that the more that I'm connected, the more I get with the knowledge and the understanding that God intended for me to have. A lot of us think that when we receive blessing and favor that it's supposed to be in these tangible, materialistic things. But a lot of time it's just knowledge and understanding that you can use to help you propel in your life, to help you Stay on the path of righteousness to help you continue to walk steadfastly to the purpose and the goal God, that God had given you. And so it's not always about getting stuff. It's more about getting knowledge and understanding. And the more you're connected with people, you will get that. So, and this is why god led me to create this space and call it women alike because we are the resource we are the resource for one another we are the answers to another person's prayer and you know we pray and ask god we ask him to provide resources and give us provision for the vision that he gave us but a lot of times we just miss out or we count it out because we just aren't in the right rooms and so that's what this series is going to be about, and that's what this whole podcast is about, is getting, is digging in and going through the things, expressing and exploring the things that we face as women of God, and, and how we can um, confront the ugliness, that we can confront the issues and the trauma that we face in ourselves and in the world so that we can be that sacred place for our sister, so that we can be effective in that room with women alike. We got to get connected to the right people and create sacred space for our sisters. And sometimes you literally have to pay to get into these rooms. Every event that I have paid for, to go receive training, to just be in fellowship or 
or to be taught something, that's where I've made genuine connections that have actually enhanced me. That's where I found friendship in women um, who have the same goals and aspirations as, as me. And those are the long-term friendships I want. And those are the long-term friendships we all need as women. Because those women who are paying are the ones who want it bad enough. The women who are intently seeking, seeking, excuse me, seeking to find friends, they're intently seeking for elevation. Those are the ones who want it bad. Those are the people that you need around you. And as we think about what we can provide for ourselves as women, we should take it upon ourselves to make room for each other in our lives. Ask yourself today, have I been the best sister and how can I be better? If you have something that could bless another person, I encourage you to share it. Whether you share it for free or you put a price on it, just don't sit on it. The word of God tells us that we are set free by the word of, by, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, right? And so if we have something that we've been through, that we've overcome, that we've conquered, that we're no longer victim to, then why not share that with your sister, the lady sitting beside you, or whoever you feel led to share it to, so that they will be set free as well, so that they can be equipped with that knowledge of how you were able to overcome that thing, or they can simply just be inspired by hearing it. We don't go through, go through things so that we can be ashamed of them. We go through things so that we can conquer them and then share them with the people around us so that they don't have to go through those things like that's why we have elders they tell us to listen to our elders or respect our elders because they've been through more, more things than likely we have and there's some things that we can learn from them think about the parable of the men the ten talents with the where the master gave Three guys, a different amount of talents. He gave one five, one two, and then the other one he gave just one. And the one with five multiplied his, the one with two multiplied his, but the one with one was fearful. And so he buried his and did nothing with it. And so when the master came back, he blessed the two that multiplied theirs, and he took from the one who moved in fear and called him a wicked and slothful servant. Don't be like the, the man with the one talent and burying the things that God has given you. Use that and multiply it. If you know that your testimony's purpose is to set someone else free, then share it. If you know how to overcome fear and anxiety, then share it. If you know how to budget your finances and multiply your money and generate multiple streams of income, then share it. If you have effective advice on how to date as a Christian woman or how to love your husband in spite of how he make you feel or whatever you know how to do, whatever you've mastered, whatever you have experienced in, if you have that, I encourage you to share it. Do not sit on it. And that, again, you share it for a price or share it for free, but just don't sit on it. This is part of being a good sister. This is part of creating a sacred space. We have to be vulnerable with one another. And that is so important because you don't want, we, we're not here in competition with one another. 
right? And so we've all been through something. We all came from somewhere. So why not share that? I don't like to hear or see when um, there's groups of women and there's some women that sit on a pedestal like they're better than this, this, this one and that one and the other ones over here are feeling inadequate because they're looking at the girls over here who look like they have something going on. That's discouraging. And so today I challenge you to get off of your high horse if you're on it and come back down and figure out how can I help my sister or if you're looking up to someone, comparing yourself and thinking they have this, 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 and that, and you're counting your own self out, I want to tell you today, listen, we've all been through something, and you shouldn't compare yourself to anybody else except for the woman that God has predestined you to be. And so a practical way of doing this is of finding the answer of not if you've been a good sister, the best sister, or how you can be better, is to write about the perfect sister. You know, we have this method when we start a business. There's this thing called the ideal customer, your your ideal client, or whatever. And so the the task in finding out who that is is to literally write about that person from head to toe. What do they wear? What do they, um, where do they shop? What job do they have? What do they do in their free time? And all of that. And so we create this ideal customer as business owners, and then we shape our marketing strategy around that one customer, the person that we're trying to reach. And so I want to flip this and have you write about the perfect sister. What does she look like? What does she do? Um, where does she like to hang out with? How, how do her friends describe her? And as you're writing about this person, I want you to look to her for inspiration and start checking the things within yourself to make sure that you're, that you're excelling or that you're performing good in those areas that you marked for someone else to be. Because we can't go out and, 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 and be halfway into something or or give half half of ourselves and expect everybody else to pour 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 in, into us and be good you know so that's a practical way you can you can answer that question the question again is ask yourself today have i been a, the best sister and how can i be better the bible shows us how we should or we do find unity in our humility Humility, our ability to be humble in Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 5 it says is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ any comfort from his love any fellowship together in spirit are your hearts tender and compassionate then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with one another loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose do not be selfish do not try to impress others be humble thinking of others as better than yourselves don't only look out for your own interests but take interest in others too you must have the same attitude that christ jesus had we must have the same attitude that our savior had Listen, Jesus ate with the lowest of the lowest, the 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 sinning of the sinners, and he didn't change up not one bit. He was humble 
He went through all that pain and suffering. He knew he had power. He knew he was was trusted with, with things that nobody else could do, but he didn't go out boastful, I can do this, ha, 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 ha. No, he remained humbled in position until he got to his purpose. And so I encourage you to do that. Stay humble in your mission until you get to your purpose. Create that sacred space for your sister, that soft spot for your sister to come and land on. Come on. So as you look at your sisters moving forward, the ones you know and the ones you don't know, the ones that you see walking around Walmart, the one you see across the street, um, look at her and ask yourself, how can I be better for her? What can I do to create a sacred place for her if she needed me? Am I pouring out into the capacity that I should be? Am I disciplined in the capacity that I should be? How can I be better for her? That's how we that's how we need to look at ourselves moving forward. How can I be better for my sister? Does that mean you need to maybe you need to take some time to yourself and do some work on yourself? Or maybe it's that you just need to um, be more present in the current relationships that you do have. Whatever you see fit, only you know what you need to do. But ask yourself, figure that out. How can I be better for for her creating a sacred space for your sister so she can come to you and and be candid so she can come to you and be, be vulnerable and receive sound advice receive good encouragement i hope i'm making sense here because guess what you are no different <laughs> Hey sis, thanks for tuning into the message today. I really hope that it blessed you and encouraged you. I also pray that it motivates you to keep you pushing forward in everything that God has for you. Before you leave, make sure you are sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Let that be your way of evangelizing to the people, okay? Don't forget to subscribe and I will be talking to you soon.